The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready to discover new dimensions of peace, awareness, joy, creativity, healing, and fulfillment in your life? Welcome to Exploring the Full Spectrum Life with your host, Michael Lott. On this program, we will explore what it means and how to embrace your very own full spectrum life. Get ready to explore your light through the prism of your host, Michael Lott, and journey with us to expand your life into new realms of higher potential. Here is your host, Michael Lott. Welcome, everybody. To li- you're listening to Exploring the Full Spectrum Life, and I'm your host, Michael Lott, and so happy you're here with me today. We've got an exciting show planned and a very interesting and unique show planned today. Um, and I also want to remind you to please um, check me out on um, the social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Um, it's great avenues for us to connect and share all this um, awesome information. You can also... Uh, email in questions to the show today um, or just to, to ask me questions or connect with me uh, at michael at michaellott.com um, and my website is michaellott.com so if you want to check out any of the things that I, that I have to offer you can um, do some research on that website. Uh, today I have an amazing guest here with me. Her name's Moni Castaneda and we are going to talk about um, space clearing and arrangement and feng shui and all kinds of cool stuff. And as usual, before we get into our topic and before I invite uh, Moni on the show with me, um, I want to just talk a little bit about my last week, kind of what's been going on in my world, so to speak, and energetically some things that I've been experiencing. And um, also, I've I've been around a lot of people that have been experiencing some some intense things these last couple of weeks in particular. Um, there's felt like a lot of um, deep level of transformation and healing going on on the planet, and it's been also a blessing how the gay marriage um, thing has come out, you know, across the whole United States and is now accepted. And so many things at that such a deep core level are occurring within our souls and beings and bodies and mental spaces that um, I would like to invite all of you that may be experiencing, you know, some deep feelings and some some major change in your life to, to really take a look at it. And if you're being called to um, make a, a specific change, go for it. Now is the perfect time to evolve to your next um, place in your life. And so I'm going to choose, as I like to do here, a couple of oracle cards um, as part of the message today. And today they're from um, the Doreen Virtue Ascended Master deck. And let's see what we got today. And 
the one that immediately flipped over was uh, the Kathumi card, and it says, stay focused. And this has been a powerful message for me as well, as I, I feel that the angels who are so guiding us today are also um, wanting us to really stay focused on what's going on in our life, not get distracted with all um, the energies and maybe what's going on with this person or that person or the negativity out in the world. Find something to really stay focused on, um, whether it's nurturing yourself or a class or, um, you know, a project that brings you joy. Um, it's a really powerful time to stay focused. And the Kathumi figure that's, that's in there is wearing blue, which to me means that expressing yourself in particular right now is a really powerful thing to do. So if you have been getting the ideas to express yourself or feeling the need to do a project or some idea keeps circling in your mind, please take some action on that because it is so divinely inspired. The next card that comes up is uh, Parvati, uh, who's a, an Indian goddess. And the colors in this card are very much um, reds and purples. And there's a lot of passion and golden energy in this card. And it says positive change. And that, that sums up so much to me what's been going on. We sometimes have to go, go through um, uh, an old experience and, and circle out of it to come into positive. You know, we have to go through things in steps and sometimes looking at or stepping through and releasing the old makes way for the positive change and the new to come in our life. And so centering around being focused and focusing on the positive in your life will bring positive change. And our final card, um, which is very interesting, it's ocean and there's a tiger and it's a African goddess with waterfalls. To me, what I'm really drawn to this, yes, maybe it is about drinking more water, which is what the card said, but I think in particular um, it's about the feelings because I know from my own experience and a lot of people that I'm talking to right now, there's a lot of feelings coming up and the importance of not um, being too stuck in the feelings, letting them flow, finding um, and blessing that feeling and, and getting to the core, but then also taking clear steps to move through it. If you need some help to get a new perspective, get some help. If you need, you know, to, to pray or do your spiritual practice or find a new spiritual practice, um, now's a great time to do that. So there are our messages for today. So welcome, Moni. I'm so glad you're here with me today. Thank you, Michael. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, you're so welcome. Well, so today we're going to talk about, um, you know, space clearing and mm -hmm. arrangement and feng shui. And I know you have so much background in this area and, and I'm excited yes. for you to be able to share um, some of the information that you have. And what particularly inspired me is I've done um, different kinds of clearing work myself over the years as a, um, as a medium and, and I'm curious to kind of share my perspective, do, yes. you know, and then I, 
I oftentimes work from as a medium where I just walk into spaces and usually get a sense of a flow or things that are just in the way. And Mm -hmm. it just comes up as a sense and I'll see it, feel it, know it. um, And then I'll have a dialogue with the space and the dialogue Mm -hmm. will uncover um, what types of patterns. Maybe there's like a historical kind of thing. Maybe it's something going on in somebody's life, um, a particular abundance issue or a relationship or there's something tied to the land of the house that's been there yeah, that's for, very common. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then go through, you know, kind of just a step-by-step as they come up process. Mm-hmm. What I think is really cool um, from seeing what you do is you bring together a lot of sacred knowledge along with the, um, you know, the intuitive aspect. That's and, right, yes. And so... If you could start by sharing with us a little bit about what is space clearing and, and how it relates to feng shui. Yes. So, yeah. so uh, feng shui is the Chinese art of space arrangement, and it is uh, at least 5,000 years old, some people say. The, we find evidence of feng shui even 10,000 years ago. Um, feng shui is, comes, is one of the healer, oldest healies modalities that appeared in the planet, that sprouted in the planet, from the planet. Mm. And... Um, also, it's, um, it's linked in a culture that is all interconnected with many other disciplines. So, for example, um, the same principles that we use in feng shui, you find in acupuncture, in herbalism, mm. in qigong, tai chi, and all these practices, even flower arrangement and calligraphy. And so, one, um, part of the traditional Chinese wisdom teaches us that reality happens in three planes of existence. One of them is, uh, we call them heaven humankind and earth and heaven represents everything that's spiritual and has to do with thoughts and the mind earth represents all the physicality of our world Mm. and humankind represents emotions and emotions are the connectors of heaven and earth humankind humans are considered the connectors of heaven and earth so when we look at clearing in feng shui we go from a from the most gross to the most subtle aspects. Mm, so mm-hmm. if you go into a kitchen and you find grease on the walls, <laughs> that's something <laughs> that when you clean that, you are clearing space. And so that's, that's an example of a very gross and literally gross <laughs> physical uh-huh. <laughs> expression uh-huh. of, of uh, stagnation. And uh, when you find clutter, you need to organize and everything. But you also find emotional clutter. Mm. And this is how people's expression or lack of expression of their emotions has charged the space, the furniture. And we also do spiritual clearing, which spiritual clearing usually has to uh, do with um, conflicting thought patterns. And many times when the person has cognitive dissonance, and we see, uh, I see a lot of this in my clients who are um, treading a different path mm-hmm. to what they were raised to, that they, they still have this conflict, that they still want to believe all the things they believe when they were children, and that gave them peace and security. But evidence has shown them different, <laughs> and they also want to follow their path, and they want to realize this. Uh-huh. And so when, uh, when uh, we speak about clearing in feng shui, we address the three aspects. And uh, if, um, if you do one type of clearing, you're also going to be clearing some of the others. For example, if you go into a bedroom that is very, very dirty and unorganized, and you clean it up and declutter and take things to a donation place and uh, you simplify it, you are also going to clear some of the emotional patterns that we're expressing in the clutter. 
and you're also going to clear some of the thought patterns. But sometimes that's not enough. Just working on the physical is not enough. And you do have to address the emotion, especially in the way that people relate to their home. Mm-hmm. Because the mm-hmm. home is such a mirror of what people are doing. You know, we all have blind spots. <laughs> we all have yes. things about ourselves that we can see that may be super obvious to our neighbor, but not to, you know, we uh-huh. can see it. You know, that's why it's a blind spot. And it's usually through blind spots that we self-sabotage. But the home does not lie. So the, the things that we're hiding from ourselves are expressed in the place. So a feng shui consultants go in and they look at that. But there's also spiritual issues that people have. Mm-hmm. And uh, many times it's not allowing themselves to express their spiritual gifts or to even acknowledge they have spiritual gifts. And, um, and also thought patterns that may be keeping a person in a place where they're not happy or uh, preventing them from realizing their potential. In a, the, a specific case of a energetic space clearing, which is uh, specifically what Angelo Feng Shui does, you are looking at all the more subtle um, things that may be happening in a place which can be impregnation of anger, fear, worries. And also when people argue, have you ever gone into a room yes. where two people just stopped having an argument? So they're no longer arguing when you walk into the room, but you can, you know, we use this expression that you felt like you could cut the air with a knife because <laughs> uh-huh. it felt so dense, you know, so the, the way people interact with each other, the good and the, and the bad, it gets impregnated into the furniture. The more porous the furniture, the more impregnated it gets. And the more sleek, the less impregnated it gets. And the thoughts, the worries, and um, the mental patterns a person has have a, a really important influence in how they create their world. And so what Angelica Feng Shui does is it also works with the, the mental patterns and uh, clears negative thought patterns. And, um, but it also works with energies that are so subtle that a lot of people don't recognize they exist. And this could be energies that were remaining from the land. Because whenever we yeah. build something, we're displacing something else. And that's someone else or something so else that is displaced. So there might be some healing Yeah, I mean, there, they, there may be needing, um, a need to do healing in the land because of the trees that were cut to build your property or the trees that were cut to bring in the wood to build your house. It, it, there may be some karma there from the, how the people who worked to extract the wood Mm-hmm. To make your house were treated or paid or not paid. So let's let's yeah. let's mm-hmm. take a look at this because you know I think I think everybody can benefit from 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 looking at things because mm-hmm. what I'm hearing you're saying and and the way that I look at it too is our our whole living situation our our conditions our home our work is a mirror of our thought patterns and our emotional place right like yes there's that mirror yeah. going on and, and you it's, can... it is a very accurate mirror <laughs> <laughs> and i'm sure you've had you've seen a, a lot of different things um so is there anything in particular that um you might you like an example of something that that you have seen as far as when you go into somebody's house uh-huh. that you like as far as a, an energy part of the clearing, like maybe some oh, emotions. Yes. And you know, the, the emotional charge, for example, from a failed marriage. Mm. And one of the people in the relationship had stayed in the house and they're still keeping, uh, say, them. I remember one client had a, an armoire that she didn't even like where her ex-husband used to keep his shoes. 
Oh, and wow. so every time, even though she used the armoire for her things now, every time she looked at the armoire, every time she touched it, every time she opened it, she got a whiff of the experience of failing in a marriage and of all the conflicts she had with her husband. And sometimes couples, they want to keep something just because the other person wants it. Oh, my and gosh. And that yeah. becomes such an energetic drain for them eventually. And so uh, our emotions from things that have happened in a home, you know, that, that, that's a big one to clear. But also when somebody has died in a home in a way that was violent, traumatic, or with extended agony, and, and this is often the case with cancer, all the, all the emotions that all the people involved in the care felt are there, and they're still influencing. Also the energy of previous owners. In Feng Shui, we say it takes three years for you to kind of become an energetic clone of the people who lived in your space before. I so resonate with, with all of that yeah. in going in homes myself. And it's it just amazing how some of those imprints have been in a lot of homes where people pass mm-hmm. and their their energies are I mean, it's it's as if they never left. They're 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 that yeah. strong. And sometimes it's just their energy. Sometimes it's them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which uh, I know you have encountered that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So some, sometimes it's like a hologram of them in their things, in their energy, their chi, their life force that's impregnated mm-hmm. their things. But sometimes it's actually the being that persists. Isn't it fascinating? Yeah. And it is fascinating. Everyone can benefit from this. Um, it's it's something. And from my perspective, like it's something that we have to continually do because our lives mm-hmm. are always changing. Yes. They're always evolving. We're always bringing in new and letting go of old. And, you know, so yeah. realigning with what actually feels good to have in your life, what uh-huh. you really want in your life, that really resonated to me, that story, because yes. I'm constantly having to do that in my own home. Look at, because if, if there's something in my home that I don't like, the energy is funky. It is, and but just from um, regular living, when you go out and you suffer a little episode of road rage, <laughs> or somebody <laughs> expresses road rage to you, uh-huh. you bring that home. Um, the worries that you may have at work, you bring that home. And if you're in the healing profession, uh, for example, you're a massage therapist seeing clients at home, they're going to bring their pains and their worries and their concerns, and that charges your, your space. So it's, it's especially important for people in the healing professions to learn how to clear their spaces in a consistent manner. That is awesome. And we're and the other thing that you said that's really interesting to me that that I've experienced too is like, you know, your home and your work, there's almost like an energetic portal there. You know, mm-hmm. like wherever your places are that you you sit and go through life experiences, they're like all connected energetically. And it's really, really important to look at that. And when we come back in just a yes. moment We're going to continue on that discussion. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Michael Lott is an angelic medium and spiritual catalyst. You can now book a private consultation or mentoring package with Michael at michaellott.com. It's time to break through into new dimensions in your life. Expand your perspectives 
and open yourself up to new possibilities. One hour, 30 minute and custom packages are available. Whether you are interested in healing, developing your intuition, mentoring or connecting with your angels or a deceased loved one, let Michael work with you. Visit www.michaellott.com. Remember, that's two T's, michaellott.com. Inside Out is the voice of the inner revolution. Join host Beth Green and co-host James Maynard for a weekly program empowering humanity to change. We heal traumas getting in our way, see ourselves more clearly, overthrow stale and destructive personal and social traditions, explore a new liberating spirituality, meet guests who are challenging old ways, and join up with others who are changing themselves and our world. Listen for Inside Out. Live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. listening to Exploring the Full Spectrum Life with Michael Lott. To reach our show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to michael at michaellott.com. Now, back to Exploring the Full Spectrum Life. Welcome back, everybody. I'm so glad you're listening here to the show. I'm here with Moni Castaneda, um, feng, shui, feng Shui practitioner and master teacher, and um, she's got some amazing um, insights for us today and tools and tips. And we've been talking about um, how important like our spaces are and, and mm-hmm. how it's a mirror and a reflection for our lives and how to maintain that and, and that sort of thing. And you know, one of the things that, that I've oftentimes think about is, are we really designed to, to, to live in enclosed tight spaces? Because I have to be outside a certain amount of time a day. Yes. And I know my animals do too. My dogs, I mean, if they don't get outside, they feel almost nuts. <laughs> yes, they go nuts. Yeah. <laughs> so how, how can we balance that energy to bring and keep our home spaces yes. to where they're... Well, the recommendation is to spend at least one hour a day outside, but very few po- few people do that. You know, I, I know some people because they garden, they may be outside. Mm-hmm. And um, I people sort of need an excuse to be outside. So if they can be weeding, mowing the lawn, or um, gardening, or doing something useful outside then they feel it's okay to be outside that's so true in today's yeah, culture and, uh, and especially in the u.s culture where uh-huh. um, people are raised with uh, work as a value and resting as a non-value mm. and so it's, it's important to create time and also important to lie down on the ground oh yeah and so like one thing that when the weather allows with my children we have a, a natural fabric blanket that we put outside on the grass and we lie down just looking at the sky you know looking at the clouds when we get too tired of that we turn around and look at the grass and talk about (laughs) the grass (laughs) and i I want them to learn that because you need the nature appreciation sometimes people they feel like they have to have to go on a hike or they have to go um camping to get this um connection with nature and sometimes all you need to go and do is go outside in your own house you know go to your yard 
sit under your tree, you know, hug your own tree. <laughs> you don't have uh-huh. to travel long distances to hug trees. And um, now for people living in apartments, that becomes more of a challenge, you know. So for people going in apartments, I would say plan to have a picnic at least once a week. Go somewhere, go to a park, mm-hmm. go, to, go for walks. We need um, outside air. It's very important because the outside air has an electrical charge that is different mm-hmm. from inside air and it gets charged by, by the motion of the wind, by the water falling down, by the humidity, by the sunshine. And so the, when the air comes in your house, it has that vitality, but it eventually it gets stale. So some things that you can do is also bring the home inside, have a communication with nature. I believe every house should have an open porch, a screened in mm. porch, so you have areas of transition between the inside and the outside. Yes. Open the windows, open the doors whenever you can. And also have plants inside, you know, bring that nature inside. If it's impossible for you to have plants because you kill them all, then get beautiful posters <laughs> or paintings of, <laughs> of natural life. Yes, because in um, our deeper mind, what many call the unconscious uh, mind, but I like the deeper mind better, can't tell very well the difference <laughs> between a beautiful landscape that you see out your window or a beautiful landscape that's on your wall. You can tell about your deeper mind receives peace from looking at the image of nature. Well, and especially if you resonate yes. with it and it just takes yeah. you. you it, can it, sometimes like, it takes you there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we use images with a, what I call long-distance perspective, images that look like something you could be seeing out your window. We use that for different purposes in feng shui. And one of them is uh, for when people feel pent up, when they live in a space that is too small. Oh, uh-huh. Or when they feel completely disconnected from nature. So we use those images to, to help people uh, feel a relief from that. Everything, you know, all the decisions that our brain makes that ultimately end up influencing how all of our organs and systems work, according to cell biologist Bruce Lipton, they come from feedback from the environment. So this gives you an idea of how important feng shui is. It's not just, it's not a luxury. It's not something that you might do one day. Your home is constantly talking to you. Mm-hmm. It's your responsibility to choose what things your home is telling you. Because if your home is telling you, you are a slob, you'll never amount to anything. Uh, you are going to, it's, it's like living with a person that's very <laughs> oppressive. But if your home is telling you, you are great, you're doing fantastic, then yeah, that becomes a positive biofeedback loop that helps you um, uh-huh. have a better perception of yourself and a better perception of life. I have a question yes. that just popped in my head. So what if, have you ever run across a situation where someone, um, you come into a home and someone really feels like their house um, is in a good flow and you walk in and it just, energetically, it just feels like a disaster? You know, what, what comes to me when, uh, when you tell me that is working with a young woman who had uh, been forced to become responsible for her siblings at the age of 17. Her father died, who was the main supporter of the home. And this was in a South American country. And so she came to the United States mm. so she could make mm-hmm. enough money to send back uh, to the children. And she, so she was 17, taking care of a 10 and a 5-year-old. And so when I went to her house, I opened the doors and I walked in and I thought, why would she even call me? This is so perfect, so beautiful. Until we got to her bedroom and her bedroom was like a disaster zone. And it was, um, it was a parallel of what her life was like because she had put so much into being an unprepared, immature mother for mm. her mm-hmm. siblings. There was nothing left for her. So her health was suffering. Her emotional life was not good. And so all these things were happening. And uh, 
And so, but another thing that I have found is sometimes when I tell people, do not clean up just because I'm coming. <laughs> people, people stuff their drawers and they stuff their closets. Uh-huh. So I come in and, and I tell them, well, this is really beautiful. And they get very flattered, you know, and they smile. And then I say, well, let me look at your closets. <laughs> and then you, then you see their energy drop down on the way. <laughs> because they have stuff. And this is very indicative of probably how they're living. Because they're, they're trying to give a good front. Mm-hmm. And uh, and not not being themselves, in a way, but also not facing their own issues. Oh my gosh! Yes, you know you can just stuff things in closets and drawers. You don't have to see them. You still have the problem. You're just not seeing it. And so it's like a suppression of symptoms. Like it will be the equivalent in dealing with a health condition, suppressing the symptoms instead of dealing with the cause. Yes, right? and you know I yes. haven't. I have something that reminded me of that too. In a couple times that I've gone into homes and spirit will guide me straight into someone's closet and to an item Uh you know and i'd not even know until i get to the item and it's something that's a very emotional has a lot of old history and emotions that that really need to be you know looked at Uh that shows that you're very sensitive you're very sensitive to chi and the energy It, it happened to me one time i went into the home of a woman who was a widow Mm-hmm. and had uh, three teenage kids and uh, I sat down on a sofa and uh, I just got so dizzy and I couldn't get back up and I said I don't know what's going on with me but there's something there's is there a story to this sofa there's something happening in this room and she said oh you're sitting right over my husband's ashes <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> because, wow uh-huh. <laughs> there was an urn somewhere you know so I thought the ashes were in the urn but they had taken the ashes from, oh, from the urn and they had put it in, in a box and the box was right underneath where I was sitting. <laughs> <laughs> and so you, you can tell the energy. And um, what, uh-huh. what came out from that, this was before Angelic Feng Shui. So the, the husband was still hanging out because he was so worried about them that they would not let go of him. And, um, and so because they didn't know what to do with the ashes, he hadn't given uh, them clear instructions of what to do. So they kept arguing that he probably wanted, you know, with his grandparents in Georgia. And he probably wanted here and there. And... Um, and there was a, a painting in the foyer that they had. And um, it was like, as we were moving things around the house, reorganizing, rearranging, it was like the objects in the house told us what he wanted. Because there was a painting of a tree. Uh-huh. And I, I told them, I think it has something to do with this tree. And they said, well, that's the tree in the property of his grandparents. That's where wow. he wanted his ashes. It was amazing. And so what, what I was telling you before we started the interview is that I have some amazing stories to tell uh-huh. <laughs> about presences and beings that I have found in homes. And um, after Angel Fonche, I don't have any more stories because Angel Fonche does it for me. And, and so, but uh, le- let me tell you one. There was a, a case of a woman who had married a guy that had become a widower. And um, she was convinced that <laughs> the old wife was there trying to kill her. And she had had an episode of a an iron flying through the air while she was um, ironing, you know, when she turned mm-hmm. around to get something and it barely missed her head. And other things had happened that like, were really, really strange. So when I went there, like, we did a, there's a Tibetan clearing we do in Feng Shui, which is uh, the seven rays healing. That's what I call it. That's my nickname is the seven angelic rays, but that's not what they call it because you do seven lines in the space. And so we did that clearing and, and we did some uh, space clearing and I had him communicate to the spirit of his former wife and uh, let her know what things were like because the former wife, you know, to her, because she had not realized she had passed on, he had brought in another woman to live with her. So she was enraged. 
And so he had that conversation and she understood and everything was clear. And uh, you know how sometimes my left brain doesn't want to agree with yes, things my yes. right brain is experiencing. And um, But the next morning, the lady, she called me and uh, there, were, there were only two things because they had changed houses, hoping changing houses would fix the situation. They only had kept um, one um, dining set and one plant, a fig tree that had belonged to the previous wife. And the next morning, the fig tree, which was completely healthy the evening when I did the consultation, had dried up completely by the wow. morning. And so that was a, 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 such a clear indication, you know, that she left and she took the tree with her. <laughs> 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 but with Angela Feng Shui, the thing is, you know, Bill Austin, who's a, a well, healer. L- let me introduce that. Cause, okay. Yeah. All right. Because, you know, we've been talking about s- space clearing and, you know, feng shui and, and space arrangement and all that. So through these years of practicing this, and I also wanted to mention mm-hmm. too, because you have an architectural background, yes. which is a really neat ex- neat thing to have in kind of like the human, a, a really strong human background and experience to bring into the yeah. ethereal part of feng yes. shui and how awesome that is to blend together. Um, so after doing this for a while, what inspired you um, because you and Bill Austin uh-huh. co-created this angelic feng shui training. Yes, uh, yeah, you know one. What is it? And, and well, exactly. let, me, let me tell you a bit of a little bit about Bill Austin okay. first and how I found him. Um, I got one day, you know, my angels whispered in my ear, mm-hmm. and that I should run a specific search on the internet. And his website it was about spiritual healing. His website was the first one to pop up. So I contacted him and we, um, uh-huh. I used to do graphic design back then and he needed a graphic designer to make him a logo. And about prior to this, one day I was driving through the roads and they told me, follow the Purple Heart. And I found that it was a road called the Purple Heart Road because the Purple Heart is related to valor in a battle. And I, I went all to the end of the road. It was very long and there was nothing at the uh-huh. end of the road. And I thought, what kind of a joke is this? And so then when I was working with Bill in designing his logo, he wanted to have, and this is synchronistic too, because your logo is a heart with a rainbow. Uh-huh. So originally, he wanted a heart with a spiral inside and uh, rainbow colors. But then the, the colors of the rainbow didn't mesh well with the rest of his website. So he said, well, make it in different colors. So I made him a teal, I made him a gold, and I made him a purple. <laughs> and then oh, wow. he chose the purple. He didn't know about this, that I had been hearing follow the purple heart. So I'm like... <laughs> so, I, got, <laughs> I, love that. I got a I got a lot of sessions from him for myself and my family, you know, cleaning mm-hmm. sessions. He he's really good at working with um the new children, you know, the indigo, the Christian. Yes. And so him and my children the sensitive they, um, ones. they have so much resonance with him, you know, they they really get him and he gets them. And uh, so he did a, a number of sessions and I did some graphic design work. And in the beginning he was turned off by Feng Shui because you know and I don't blame him because there's so much superstition has become attached to feng shui over the years, and many of the information that you find is so fear-based. And so I had met Bill, and we were exchanging things, and I happened to be in Florida, very close to where he lived. Uh-huh. And so I said, well, let's go meet him, and I went and met him. And uh, I went in his, um, we went in his apartment, and uh, we were talking about feng shui, and I told him uh, about something that was a problem in feng shui. He said, oh, really? And he just waved his hand and did an energetic thing, and he said, okay, that's fixed. And I said, my left side of the brain was like, what? You cannot do it just like that. You need to move it. You need to clear it. And, you know, clean uh-huh. it physically. But then I scanned the energy and it was cleared. And then there was something else that was off. And he said, okay. And went like that with his hand. And it was 
and I, every time I scanned the energy, and it was actually clear. And so that was very intriguing to me. And, um, and so at some point, we uh, got the message that you sh- we should work together in several feng shui projects. And so we, prior to Angelo Feng Shui, we did four books of cures for feng shui. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Like feng shui cures for the life areas, feng shui cures for astrology of the East and West, feng shui cures for the five elements of the East and West. And so a lot of what we did is integration because most of his background mm-hmm. comes from, um, from Western philosophy and, and spirituality. And most of mine comes from Eastern things. And so it was also a blend, you know, things. We also did the function cures for the planet and money healing. And at some point, the angel said, well, you have to do Angelo Feng Shui. And so we, I thought this is a piece of cake because we already done all these things. Uh-huh. But um, uh, every time, you know, we came up, because the, the way Bill works is he makes lists of what kinds of frequencies a modality, a clearing modality needs to have. And uh, so we made lists, and the angels kept saying, no, no, no. Really? <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. And so then I, I said, okay, you know, just empty. I'm going to empty myself of everything. Just tell me what needs to be there. And they told me my problem was that because I was doing feng shui for so long, I was used to going into a space, finding a problem, and then giving the solution to fix the problem. But this is energetic. So they told me I'm working against time because in the world of the energy, in the world of the subtle, in order to find a problem, you have to fix the problem in space. Not, it, not fix in the sense of making it better, but fixing it in the sense of making it not movable. Oh, okay. And so they told me, so you can't, you know, in this, uh, in this spiritual modality, you cannot do that. You need to recreate space every second. In the present moment, you need to create instead of fix. So instead of fixing the problems, create something that has no problems from the start. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yes. and, so, and so I told the angels, you guys are going to put me out of business. <laughs> <laughs> because then, you know, if we, if we do that, there's not going to be a need, need for actual feng shui. And so over, over time, I, I understand the role of uh, angelo feng shui within the realm of feng shui. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes, angelo feng shui is the way to start with feng shui. That's fabulous. Yeah. It, in, it's cool as well because... I, I see as you're talking this blend, you know, yeah. and, and I, I love working with the angels. So it's really uh-huh. inspiring. And, and I got to work with some of your tools this last yes. week as well. And we are going to take another break. Mm-hmm. And when we come back, we're going to get into more details about it. And then you can share about your experience with that. Awesome. Yes. Look forward to it. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Michael Lott is an angelic medium and spiritual catalyst. You can now book a private consultation or mentoring package with Michael at michaellott.com. It's time to break through into new dimensions in your life. Expand your perspectives and open yourself up to new possibilities. One hour, 30 minute, and custom packages are available. Whether you are interested in healing, developing your intuition, mentoring, or connecting with your angels or a deceased loved one, let Michael work with you. Visit www.michaellott.com. Remember, that's two T's michaellott.com. Could you be the next legendary leader? That question hinges on your courage and willingness to change. Join Maria Danley every week for Legendary Leaders, Answering the Higher Calling. Be inspired by stories and legend and listen to legendary guests along with live channeling to help you answer your higher calling 
and become the legendary leader you are destined to be. The world is waiting for you. Step up and join the wave. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. are listening to Exploring the Full Spectrum Life with Michael Lott. To reach our show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to michael at michaellott.com. Now, back to Exploring the Full Spectrum Life. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We're here um, with Moni Castaneda, and we're talking about the Angelic Feng Shui Training Program that you've co-founded with Bill Austin. And That's correct. how your life's journey through more of the, um, the traditional Feng Shui has mm-hmm. taken you to this other realm, almost, of, of an approach mm-hmm. and then blending them together. Um, so, how could people... Um, utilize like what are some of the tools of angelic feng shui and how could well, they use? Well, we uh, we have yeah. an attunement and see, and this is where Bill was so essential for this work um, because of all his qualities as a healer, but also because he has this ability to download energetic packages, spiritual mm-hmm. packages, mm-hmm. and seal them so they don't get corrupted. And so the things uh, what he did for us is once we had all the the list of things that needed to be included in angelic feng shui which included clearing, for example, uh, negative energy or revenge energy left from Native Americans on the land, uh, EMFs, um, geopathic stress lines, and all these things. And when we had all this package ready, then he did three things. One of them was the spiritual attunement. And uh, this is, again, where he's so amazing that he actually put it in a video. So when people get it, they get a link to watch a video and they get that tuned through the video and it works, you know, which that's another thing. The left side of my brain has a hard time <laughs> agreeing to, uh-huh. but they work. They totally work. And uh, so he also put, uh, he created two recordings. One is a 12 minute accelerated space clearing recording. And that's mostly, you know, when you need uh, clear spaces in a regular basis, for example, if you are a chiropractor at the end of the day or a massage therapist or an intuitive uh, reader, um, a psychic. So because you don't want the, the problems and the issues of your clients or patients to stay in the place to then affect and compound the problems oh of the goodness. patients that are coming no. in, right? And, right. So, and, um, and, so, and then there's another one, which is a 33-minute angelic uh, feng shui recording and meditation um, aid, which you has, I mean, that's the same thing in, in terms of spaces, but it also helps you clear your energetic spaces as your aura and the, mm-hmm. and the energetic spaces inside your body. And it's, um, it's really good. You know, I use it also sometimes uh, for sleeping. If I wake up in the middle of the night and have trouble going back to sleep, I'll play that recording and it helps me go to sleep a lot faster. And uh, some people, they are using it at night who have a hard time uh, unwinding and going to sleep. They're using it uh, to help with sleep. You had yeah. mentioned um, before the show uh, yeah. about an experience that you've had sometimes with reading, um, you know, political type things or oh, yes. how, how yeah. that has helped you with that. 
there was a point in my life because I, I try to surround my life with positive people and ideas and uh, create a beautiful environment for my family. I became uh, quite uh, unable to watch anything that had any violence in it. And of course, you know, I could never watch the news without getting seriously affected in my own energy mm-hmm. and depleted. And I could never pick up a, a newspaper or a magazine, you know, like Times or People. And uh, sometimes I felt like I'm missing out on some great articles because I cannot tolerate this. So uh-huh. it's sort of like a, um, it, it's, you know, how some people are gluten intolerant. This is like a spiritual intolerance. <laughs> I understand. And, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and so not quite an allergy, but an intolerance. And, uh, and so it was, it was too hurtful emotionally for me to do that. And uh, one time, you know, I was waiting in the lobby of some place and I was playing my Angelo Fonche really, really low for some other reason. You know, there was, there had been some, uh, um, some people were not getting <laughs> along with each other. And, um, and then I saw in Times Magazine and I picked it up and I started reading. It was an article about things that had happened after a war in an in African country, things that would usually upset me very much. And they didn't. I was able to look at the information. I was able, even able to empathize with the people. And, but it not affect me. It didn't draw me. So I was not drawn into the drama. And so that has been so helpful because... Um, that was an unexpected surprise from the Angela Honcho recordings. I, that was not something that we intended to do, that it would help people uh, read or, or watch things that have uh, scary things in them. And so we also use them for my children. Um, it's very hard to teach history to a child without getting into gory things. Unfortunately, uh-huh. because our, our history books and programs, they focus on the wars more than the, the times of peace. And, uh, and so when we are talking to the children about politics or geography, conflicts, and history, we also play the recording so they don't get scared and spooked. It also works. Uh, sometimes they may be watching TV and a commercial comes up for a horror show and scares them. Mm-hmm. So we play the Angelic Funcho recordings for them. And I'm going to put that out there because yes. it doesn't really, the volume level doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, that's another thing that I did not expect is that because I can understand perfectly, you know, if it's a, because it's alpha waves type of music in the recording. There's, a, there's only the voice of Bill at the beginning when he's introducing and setting the intent. But most of the recording is alpha waves type of music. And, uh, and so I can understand when you listen that it has an effect in your brain because our brain responds to frequencies and our bodies and our whole bodies respond to frequencies. But to have this experience where you can actually go to the movies and be playing a recording in a loop with the volume completely off, because of course, you know, the other patrons in the movie theater would not <laughs> want to hear something that's interrupting their listening to the movie. And to have that and, and have your children not be affected negatively by anything they see on the screen. And, you know, sometimes you, you may take your children to watch a movie that's perfectly okay for their age, but may, there may be something in the trailers that scares them. And so we, um, we use it for that. And sometimes, you know, we all <laughs> are probably guilty of this, of taking children to watch movies that are not quite for them. And so we have found a, a lot of help with children. That's really cool. Yeah. So there's the, the musical recordings, the yes. sound part. Then you also have the images, which is where yes. I, the first and, thing and that And that's I what look. you're going to share with us, right? Because when, so then Bill did the attunement, he did the recordings, mm-hmm. and he did these um, vibrational images. And uh, he does abstract paintings with acrylics, and he puts mm-hmm. all the healing frequencies, you know, like as if he was doing a Reiki session on the canvas, and it stays there. 
And uh, and so we took those images. I took those images, and with my background in graphic design, I created the logo for Angelic Feng Shui that has the images in the three colors because we have a blue, a green, and a red. And so I created the logo with that, and then we put that logo in a number of products on Cafe Press. And, of course, you know, when people get the attunement, they also get a manual where they have the images where they can print them out. But we also put them on products. Uh, for example, you can get a coffee mug that has Angelic Feng Shui, and uh, you can uh, put your water in, uh, in the mug and just let it charge for a few minutes or an hour or however long you want to and then drink it and, uh, and get, the, you know, get to ingest the spiritual healing. That's awesome. And we also did, and I was uh, sharing this with you before also, that uh, a common concern today is, is electromagnetic frequencies. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I the used Wi-Fi to, is yeah, and all the and I used tea. to have a device to measure the electromagnetic frequencies so I mm-hmm. could tell people, you know, maybe you should change bedrooms because this room has more. But only nine years later, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you go. All the homes are saturated with electromagnetic frequencies. Even if you don't have Wi-Fi, you, you know, and you'll probably see it when you look for internet connection on your computer that you can see all of your oh neighbors, gosh, you know, like, like I can see about nine. Yeah. <laughs> and so, whereas before you could play with that and there's no escaping that, you know, and the, every year there's more reach for the cell phone companies and things. So there's no escaping electromagnetic frequencies. The only thing that we can do is adapt to them. And if we acquire a spiritual immunity, it's also going to, uh, to give us an, an overall strength to live with that so one thing that we did is we did we put the bumper on bumper sticker material we put a series of logos uh-huh. that you can cut out and put them by your outlets and your light uh, oh, fixtures really and, cool. uh, and plugs uh-huh. and, uh, and light switches and so it's uh, and it has a cumulative effect and so I used to I used to not be able to sit in front of the computer for more than two hours without getting completely drained and now I can actually do more. And I actually, we also have the logos in all different sizes. And people do not realize how uh, brands can be impacting you, the, the corporate brands. Because every brand comes, you know, every time you see out of the Apple logo, you are looking at all the, co- all the Apple commercials you have seen in your life. Every oh time gosh, you see the yeah. Ford um, logo, you're looking at all the commercials and all your experiences on the road where you saw the logo. I always think yeah. of it too as like, any any anything that has the energy of a company or a place uh-huh. or a person, you as a as a highly sensitive person, yeah. you immediately tune into the vibration yes. of all of what's and behind it. Yes, and some companies have really good vibration; other ones not so good, right? <laughs> right. But even a company I love, you know, I love Apple products. I've had them since they came out. I know, I do too. Loyal, <laughs> <laughs> but even the company I love, you know, I still took a, a sticker and covered up the Apple logo. And I feel so much more peace in my life. But, but I really want to hear about your experience with the images. And, and I would love to share that. That's such a powerful thing to put out there for people of all the little things that you don't even think about are bringing in energies that may not be for your highest good while you're just, you know, with especially maybe intentions that you have for your life or accomplishing yes. certain dreams. So anyway, Moni, you had sent me the link to um, your manual that had uh-huh. these drawings in it. And I was thumbing through it. And I'm I, anyone that does mediumship work is you're just highly sensitive. It's just yes. a part of it. Um, and I just literally, I saw that color start to come down the screen and my whole energy field just immediately reacted to it. And I was like, what is this? It was so powerful. And it immediately um, moved 
into, I've, I felt my, my whole emotional body just, it came to the surface and I could feel it in different areas. And each of the drawings, the, the art pieces affected me differently. But what I realized in the moment, because when I have a, something like that, that brings up old patterns, because that's what I felt coming up mm-hmm. in the presence of those. I, I've done so much work on with myself. I know that I'm, okay, I'm going to go into this because there's something here for me. So I invited these drawings, I actually printed them out and I put mm-hmm. them, I put them in my bedroom that night and they were so strong. I kept waking up feeling the energy of that, but I was like invited that healing mm-hmm. to come into my life. And what I've found over a couple of days is a restructuring is happening in my mental and emotional life. Um, that's very powerful. And um, for a lot of you that have been listening to the show um, as a highly sensitive person and dealing with some very strong low energies in my life and coming in with kind of some having to work through shame and self-worth. And I've, these drawings have done something with clicking me into Mm -hmm. a healing frequency that is restructuring the way that I see myself. And I would, I would have never thought, you know, Yes, in it from an image. Yeah, not even an, you know, because right now we have the originals on the mm-hmm. table, but from an image that was scanned and you know, put into mm-hmm. a PDF file, that you can get such a such a, a reaction. And I think you know what the thing that impressed me about Bill the most when I met him in person. By by now we've been working together for probably a year or two years. Uh-huh. The first time we met in person, and it was that it was so easy to be next to him and be yourself because he's completely non-judgmental. And so I, I, I felt, you know, I felt this, uh, like, I, like it was okay to be me mm-hmm. with everything that was me at the moment, you know, with all my flaws and my fears and, and whatever it was that I didn't have to, I didn't have to rise up to anything. I just could be with him and be myself and he would be himself and my child would be himself. And it was just, just a beautiful, loving experience. Unconditional love. Yeah, which, you know, like it's. I say in a way, you can't say there's unconditional love because for a person to express unconditional love, uh-huh. they have to have a degree of healing in yeah, themselves, right? right? But I, I think that that's something that comes across in the images mm-hmm. is that um, that beauty of being able to be yourself. Absolutely. Because yeah. it felt like it created a space for me to yeah, go like, into like that it's healing. okay. Yes. You know, it's like the images kept telling you it's okay. Because I've been praying about this and working through this for uh-huh. years and it just keep, and that just triggered something. Yes. Um, so we're we're about at the end of the show, and I want to make sure mm-hmm. to let people know where they can learn more about yes. the angelic feng shui training and what you do, Moni. Yes, and so, so. the the website is mm-hmm. uh, angelicfengshuitraining.com, and so angelic, everybody I assume knows how to spell angelic, and then it's F as in Frank, E N as in Nancy, G as in George, S as in Sam, H U I. And then the word training.com. So it's angelicfengshuitraining.com. That is in the website. And you can see their information about the attunements, the recordings, and the products. So excellent. And so anything that they need to, to look further into more information, yeah, they can find on yeah. there. And, and also, um, you know, for real estate purposes, it can be very helpful. Fantastic. That's so if you're a realtor or anything out there or, uh, or selling it's, it's a home, a must. Or, it's, it's a, must. a must, you know, because sometimes homes don't sell because of things that have happened in the home, but they also sometimes don't sell because the previous owners won't let go. 
you know what? We yeah. may have to have a follow-up show on some <laughs> of this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening today. Um, don't forget, you can uh, check my website, michaellott.com, for more information. Um, or you can also listen to these shows later um, through my website or through the um, show page. Um, also, please check out the social media, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and so on. Thank you all so much, and we'll look forward to speaking with you again next week. Have a blessed day. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you for joining us this week for Exploring the Full Spectrum Life. Be sure to tune in again for another edition with host Michael Lott next Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel.